From Devon Funds Management, Greg Smith, morning. Morning to you, Mike. Did our Jones get over itself? Well, it did, but now it's actually uh, negative territory. Mm. So, yeah, we've got the Dow Jones down slightly. But, yeah, we did have a rebound from the worst day since June 2020 yesterday. Uh, but, yeah, Dow down slightly, S&P flat and NASDAQ higher. Uh, can talk about one of the standouts just to perk people up a bit. Starbucks, that's rallied 6%. Uh, the $100 billion companies enthused investors by projecting double-digit growth revenue and earnings per share. As it looks to reinvent itself. It's doubled a bunch of forecasts. Earnings per share growth of 15 to 20% annually over the next three years. How's it going to do this? Well, investment in new equipment and automation, a big part of it, some $450 million there in fact. Um, anyone that obviously Starbucks has struggled a bit in New Zealand, but you know, baristas have pretty much become button pushers, as, uh, as many will know, but they're extending that automation to cold drinks, and what surprise that that accounts for 60% of their business now. So no scooping, no ice pouring, uh, no sort of faffing around with milk. The new machinery, Mike, that'll take the time it takes to prepare a mocha frappuccino from 86 <laughs> to 35 seconds. It's going to make um, all the difference, is it? Yeah, absolutely. And there are plenty of new stores, to, and uh, 2,000 new stores in the US over the next few years, 45,000 worldwide by uh, 2025. Um, loyalty program extending that. Their new app actually drives a quarter, their app drives a quarter of transactions as well. Uh, outgoing CEO Howard Schultz also made an interesting prediction. He said China will be Starbucks' biggest market by 2025. And just quickly on the subject of China, uh, Moderna also spiked. They say they're willing to supply their COVID vaccine to the country. Well, they might need it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, now, this inflation, have I overhyped it or are we seeing a bit of good news here? Good news. Good news just. So this is UK inflation we're talking here. It's dipped, in, uh, dipped unexpectedly to 9.9% in August, uh, so slightly below forecasts of 10.2%, also down on 10, uh, July's 10.1%. So yeah, we're heading lower just. Uh, month on month, consumer prices still up half percent. Uh, as I talked about yesterday with that, that US number, the key driver uh, of headline inflation going down is uh, falling fuel prices. Inflation there fell 30 to 32% annually from 44%. Food, uh, like here, that's still going up 13.4% in the UK in August. So that, that's obviously not helping the cost of living crisis. That said, you know, we've got um, you know, good news, haven't we, on the uh, energy front in terms of Liz Trust capping household bills there for the next two years. Core inflation came in at 0.8% month on month, 6.3% annually. Uh, that's in line with forecast. So this comes ahead of the Bank of England meeting next week. They were due to meet this week, but put off due to the Queen's funeral. They're expected to put through a 75 basis point hike. But uh, yeah, there might be a sign here, might the inflation, as I've sort of been talking about, might top out sooner mm. than expected. And if you look at the UK, there's been some outlandish forecasts for inflation. Some investment banks have said it's going to get to 20% plus. Yeah. Well, it seems more like, you know, 10 to 12% might be what we're looking at. So things not so bad and blighty as some are saying. Also, just quickly, unemployment there has fallen to 3.6%, lowest since 1974. Now, what do we make of Briscoe? So they're down a bit, but the, opti- the, the future looks bright. Is that it? The future looks bright. Yeah, the bit, bit optimistic. Uh, this is the half-year numbers impacted by Omicron, of course, during the period. Um, they uh, the, the sales there actually rose 2.7%, 368 million. Net profit down uh, just under 4%, 456 million. Um, but uh, yeah, it was a heavily Omicron uh, impacted period. They upped the dividend slightly. And I thought it was impressive that they've uh, gross margins have held fairly well. They've got, demonstrated good pricing power. Uh, obviously, they've been hit by rising costs, like a lot of retailers, and also a week in New Zealand dollar, also coping with supply chain pressures, cash in the bank, they've got 100 million bucks there, they're spending on 
uh, investing in new sto uh, stores and refurbishing them, making them a lot more snazzy. And Roderick, he, he did express some concern around the economic outlook, but look, August is tracking well, up 60% on last year. Of course, we had the lockdown then, mm. but 27% ahead of the same period in 2019. So look, a big pandemic beneficiary. As you say, Mike, uh, COVID's becoming yesterday's news, and you know, Briscoe's is pretty optimistic about the future. Shares up 2.1% yesterday. Warehouse also up 3.4% on the read across. What other numbers do you have? Yeah, it's a changing feast. So yeah, the Dow was Dow down a bit, the S&P flat, Nasdaq up as mentioned. FTSE down 1.5%, ASX 200, that was down heavily yesterday, down 2.6%. Oil up 2.5%, uh, gold down $9.1708 an ounce. Currencies, bit mixed, Kiwi uh, up slightly against the US 60 even, 89.1 against Aussie, that was fairly even. Uh, 52 against sterling, that was lower, 60.2 against the euro, that was fairly even. And the yen down a bit, 86 against the yen. NZ50 held up a lot better than other indices regionally, down 0.9%, 11 uh, as you said, we've got the GDP numbers today. Uh, I think no recession, and your exports are up 1.1 billion in the June quarter per year, so that should help. I look forward to your company tomorrow, Greg Smith, out of Devon Funds Management.